Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Jay Sit Down Podcast. I am your host, Jay, and once again, here to talk about some football here. But today, we're going to be uh, shifting to the college side of things here, and uh, I'll be discussing the Alabama Crimson Tide and why they are not finished, uh, and, and how people need to stop saying that this team is done, and that their legacy is on the line, and all this foolishness that's going around lately, that's been going around the college football spectrum lately, um, you know, as an Alabama fan, I'm tired of hearing it, um, and also as a college football fan in general, I'm tired of hearing that, because even if you, Alabama's not your team, and you should know that, uh, you should know that this team is not finished, Nick Saban is not done, you know, um, and his legacy is not on the line, so we'll talk about that, and, uh, you know, just, I'll give you guys my thoughts on that, my opinions on it, uh, on that little, little take right there but before we get started make sure you guys subscribe to the channel we're still growing each and every day so please help us um continue to grow that subscriber count you know a lot of you guys who watch are not subscribed so please again uh click that button there in the video and click that subscribe link uh you know comment your thoughts in the comment section share with your friends do all those things and make sure you give us a follow on our audio platforms as well spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcast google podcast wherever it may be make sure you give us a follow there um, you know, and rate us there as well um, for the audio version of the show. So uh, let's get started now. Uh, like I said, so, you know, as an Alabama fan, I'll be honest, uh, last year was not fun. Um, you know, we went 11-2, and two, um, and you count the, if you count the Citrus Bowl. Um, went 11-2, um, not the best year for Alabama standards, you know. I mean, this was this is a program that is, that normally is, is you know, dominant and they destroy the opposition and you know there's just a high standard of football that has to be played um and i didn't see that out of this team uh in 2022 i, I mean you know the defense was atrocious at times um you know miscommunications you know guys getting open things like that just i i saw a lot of things that i, I was not happy about as a fan you know um and you know allowing um Tennessee to score 52 points on us, you know, was just extremely ridiculous. And you know, I mean, one of their receivers who's now in the NFL, no hate on Jalen Hyatt, he's an awesome player and he's going to be great on the Giants. Um, but to go off for five touchdowns and 200 yards receiving, like, you know, that's ridiculous. That should never happen. Um, you know, if you allow it to happen as a defense, as a defensive back, as a corner, as an individual player on that team, you, that's just ridiculous. That should never happen. Um, but that it did, among other things, uh, you know, weird things that happened for the team. Bryce Young, of course, who's now in Carolina, was the number one draft pick. You know, uh, you know, he did his best. He did what he could with what the team had last year. It just wasn't much. And, uh, you know, so recapping that, I mean, yeah, it just was not a, a, a normal um, Bama type of season. It was not, it's not a normal Bama type year. It just was not by any standards. You know, like, I mean, the only games that we looked like anything – like a real competitive team, um, as far as like you know the Alabama that I'm used to when we blew out Vanderbilt sixty six to three. Uh, now of course again that's Vanderbilt we all know that but I'm just saying like that's this was that one of the, that was one of the few games in twenty twenty two where I saw like Alabama play like Alabama you know um, and, and so that's just a matter of that and then Texas we only scored twenty points uh, against them we win the game but we only scored twenty points and uh, you know and then. The, t- the Tennessee game, obviously. So, uh, I mean, just to uh, recap it all there, though, it, it really just is about, like, you know, um, bouncing back. I mean, you know, now it's, it's going to be a lot of question marks going into the season for the team and 
pulled up the starting quarterback and this and that. Um, question on the offensive line and the secondary. You know, we, we, the coaching staff is looking a little bit different. Uh, you know, Bill O'Brien is not there anymore. He is now the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, working with Matt Jones, former Alabama quarterback. Uh, you know, and so he's up there in New England doing that whole thing um, with him. You know, and they, and defensive wise, uh, they fired Pete Golding. Thank God, uh, they fired Pete Golding. You know, and, and so regarding um, his replacement, and, and then you know, and, and Tommy Reed, you know, uh, replacing Bill Bryan's offensive coordinator. So it's like yeah, I, I really like the moves uh, for Bama as far as coaching because they need to happen. They need to change some things up along there. And glad that Nick Saban, you know, um, made the necessary decisions on his staff that he had to make. And that's you know, and that's what sometimes, and that's the head coach you, you have to do. And that's a hard thing, tough decisions you have to make. That you, but they have to be for the betterment of this program, for this team. Uh, you know, and those are the tough choices that you always have to make. You know, so I, it was necessary um, for them to happen. You know, and I'm glad they did. And then along with Tommy Reed, they brought um, Tyler Buckner, a quarterback for Notre Dame. He came over, followed his OC over there at Bama, transferred, and. So, you know, um, we'll see what happens with him. We'll get to the quarterbacks in a second. But um, I just need people to stop doing this. Stop saying that Alabama is done uh, and that they're finished or not. Uh, you know, this is a team that's won 18 national championships. I know it's a pass. I know, like, you know, but just still, this is a program that has been dominant historically, uh, you know, along with some of those other great college football programs. Right? But this is the most dominant program in the history of the sport. And, and so, People to say that this team is done and that they're not, you know, Nick Saban like watched and this and that, and Bama's not the really thing. Well, like you know, that's just come on, that's just a bunch of malarkey. Uh, I mean, you know, that, come on. I, even if I wasn't an Alabama fan, I'll tell you this as a college football fan myself, as a guy who loves the sport of football, this team is not done. Uh, you know, this team, this isn't over. Alabama's legacy is not over. This uh, Nick Saban's legacy is not over. This team has not lost their reputation. Yes, Georgia has been phenomenal winning the bat last uh, two national championships in a row. They've done a great job. Kirby Smart is an amazing coach, um, you know, and, and an amazing recruiter also. But, again, you know, three-peating in college football is very hard to do, let alone two-peating. So I don't think Georgia's going to repeat again and win a national championship again. They'll probably be back in there. Um, you know, maybe they're just in the exit case. I don't know, but I will say, I will say this. Um, you know, just stop with the with the craziness that Nick Saban has done. This is a guy again that has won seven national championships, six with Alabama, one with LSU. A guy that's had always had a um, winning programs historically for the most part, and he he demands it's not even just about the accolades and the numbers and the wins, the losses, all that stuff. It's it's the respect that he demands as a, as a man, as a coach, from his players, from his staff, you know, friends, family, whatever. Maybe those in the business, colleagues, you know, um, the sports media. Like this is a guy that you know he he demands nothing but excellence from his from his players uh, you know like I said from his staff um, those who work around him right you know they, it's, uh, Alabama has a culture of excellence that has always been in the program even going back to Bill Bryant's days running it um, they I've always had a, a, a standard of excellence that must be met if you're gonna play here then you have to work your tail off <clears throat> you have to work your tail off. You gotta fight every day. You're not. You gotta earn it. You're not gonna come out here and be given anything. You're not gonna be given a starting job. Um, you know, like that's how it should be. Like Nick Saban, you know, like hey, he's not gonna just because you're a five-star quarterback and you can launch at 80 yards and whatever. Like doesn't mean you're gonna start for me. 
you know, you have to start for me. You have to be able to not turn the football over. You have to understand our offensive uh, play calls, our, our system, uh, our lingo. You've got to be able to um, run this offense because it's not a very easy offense to run. You've got to be able to command the team and, and you know, demand, demand the respect as the leader, um, as the face of the team. That's all the things that you have to do. You know, mentioning and, and other things as well that I didn't even name, but that's the core part of it. I mean, that's really any football team, you know, right? But mainly Alabama, you know. Um, so it's like, I'm not going to just put anybody there. That's why he has not named a starting quarterback yet because this is an open competition between these three guys to see who is going to step up, you know, who's going to not turn the football over, who's not going to make uh, Eric passes, bad decisions, you know, when they need, when, you know, you need, need them the most. Who's going to be the team down for a game-winning field goal, game-winning touchdown drive, right, if, if need be. So it's those type of things you have to factor in as a coach and, uh, you know, I mean, you know, especially playing for uh, a program like that, you know, you can only imagine, like, you know, what, you know, again, like I said, yeah, just the name that you're that you're being held to, you know, like when you walk in that locker room and you see, you know, all these guys on the wall, you see the words, you know, on, on the, the top of the ceiling there, on the, you know, about excellence and just being, you know, um, just setting that standard, right, you know, um, just competition, effort, giving perfect effort each and every day. Those are the type of things that make this team um, what it, that make this program the way they are. That's why they have done what they've done, you know, and Nick bringing that as well. And that's why you continue to bring in these transfers and these hard star recruits because they love, they want to, not only do they want to get their, you know, shot at going to the NFL, so they know they can get a great chance with Nick Saban again, and they could also get with Kirby Smart too at Georgia, um, you know, but they choose Alabama because they know that it, it will not only, it's just different, the, the, the you know, the moxie is different, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's just a higher, different standard that you're held to, and that, you know, you have to give it your all every single day, um, you know, and, and and that's what, to me, what separates Nick apart from the other coaches, not just the rings and this and that, you know, and the X's and O's. Yes, he's amazing coach, the best ever do it, but what separates him to me is, uh, you know, again, off the field, you know, the, the um, how he cares about his players, you know, how he wants them to be not uh, not just the best uh, players that they can be, but the best young men that they can be, the best fathers they can be, the best husbands they can be. Um, those types of things that you're trying to instill in young men, a mindset of, of hard working, um, you know, and, um, and competitiveness and, and consistency, um, you know, and, and those types of things, right, you know, um, you know, and conquering fears, you know, those are the qualities of a great head coach, you know, and I think that Nick completely, you know, exhibits those, um, and, and that's why his program has been so successful um, since he's been running the show down in Tuscaloosa. Um, so I just wanted to put that tip in there for you guys. You know, a lot of people, Paul Feinbaum specifically mentioning, um, you know, how his legacy might be on the line if they don't do anything this season. You know, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, Nick Saban has proven enough. Uh, you know, to the point where you cannot say this guy is not the best coach ever and that his legacy is not. He can't, you can't say his legacy is on the line. If Alabama misses the playoffs, if they go and they lose, whatever the, 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 however the scenario plays out, you cannot sit here and say that his legacy is on the line, that, you, that his name, his reputation as, as the best to ever do it, coaching the, coaching the game on the collegiate level has been tarnished. You can't say that. Um, you, you just, you can't say that because again, look at the accolades and not just that, Look at um, all these guys that going to the league, you know, even those that didn't make it in the league, they always speak highly of Saban and, and their time at Alabama, just him pushing them to be the best that they could be. Just again, the, you know, um, the competition, you know, and just 
of giving that perfect effort right and being held to that high standard, you know. Um, and that's what it's about. So moving on that's to a football side of things, you know, like I said, there's a lot of open position or a few open positions um, to watch out for us. Like I said, um, one of them being cornerback opposite of Clayton McKinstry, you know, it's up for grabs right now between Perry and Arnold and um, yes, I'm up to Perry and Arnold. I forgot the guy's other guy's name, but I know his name. But um, like I said, uh, I think Arnold's going to win that spot, you know, because um, Eli Ricks departed, you know, the team, so that's. And that, that happened, it's a shame, you know, he left. So we'll see what happens with that. Also, uh, like I said, left tackle, Elijah Pritchett, you know, he was um, doing good in the spring game, you know, and I, it, chances are he'll be starting this year, but that, that could change, you know, we don't know yet. Um, you know, I, I think the offensive line is yeah, it's a huge part, you know, for this team, they, they have to be on point, especially with the new quarterback back there, you know, so, so I think, you know, uh, pass protection is going to be huge for, for this team. They struggled a little bit with that department last year, um, you know, with Bryce Young. So I'm hoping that this new group of offensive linemen that they have started here in 2023 will be able to, um, you know, hold hold their own. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And again, of course, everybody's been wondering about the quarterback position. You know, uh, who's Alabama going to start? Is it going to be Taylor Miller? Is it going to be Ty Simpson? Is it going to be Tyler Buckner? Um, I don't know. Nick Saban said, you know, recently in an impressive. Uh, he was at SEC Media Day, but he does not know who the starter is going to be. Quarterback. He said this is going to be something that we might not know until before the season, week before the season starts, you know, or we might not know until game day, right? You know, it's one of those types of deals. You know, um, you know, it's going to be open competition. You know, everybody's going to get a chance to show what they can do, show what they can that they, they um, prove that they can uh, run this offense and you know not turn the football over and, and run it successfully. So you know, we'll see. Who wins the starting knot there? Um, you know, if I had to put my money on it, I would say um, it's most likely going to go to Tyler Buckner. Um, it's going to be between him or, or Ty Simpson. I don't think Miller is going to be the starter this year. Um, you know, I just don't, I just don't see it happening. He's just not a polished pa- enough passer. Um, now his legs, what he can bring to the run game is, is a completely different thing. You know, and he can be very useful in some certain scenarios, certain certain um, certain situations offensively, but. Uh, I just think, you know, for the most part, we're used to that polished pocket passer at Bama, you know, um, other than Jalen Hurts, who, who could, again, do both. But, you know, we're used to the two was the Matt Jones, the Bryce Youngs, right, those guys, your A.J. McCarrens, you know, um, your, you know, whoever, like the guys who, who, who get past, who get past at a proficient level, um, in a proficient in that, that offense. And that's what I think. Um, you know, is going to propel, you know, who will be the starting quarterback, right? You know, um, and like again, Tommy Reed was the offensive coordinator who came over from Notre Dame, you know, so uh, chances are it could be Tyler Buckner, his old quarterback um, starting, you know, for Alabama. So we'll see what happens. But I don't think they should just give it to him just because that Reed is the offensive coordinator. No, he's got to go out and earn it. Um, but I mean, you know, so that's my old take. But again, just to say that, again, to say, stop saying Alabama's done. They're not done. They're going to come back. And I'm not saying we're going to go win the national championship this year. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, you know, we will be back. We're going to win a lot of games, um, you know. And so to think that people think that this team is over, they're done, that's just ridiculous. But, hey, you know, I think it just adds more fuel to the fire. So college football this year is going to be very interesting with a lot of different teams, you know, a lot of different, you know, moving parts. Uh, like I said, Georgia, they don't have Stetson Bennett anymore, so we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, they play like a high school schedule, so, you know, it probably won't matter. But, um you know, in Tennessee, and then, you know, um, 
know, building the starters. And that's the big thing. They got a couple new starters, you know, defense and offense. And let's see how they do in the SEC, right? You know, so it's going to be uh, very different around the, uh, you know, around the NCAA this year. So it's going to be a great football season. I can't wait for it. Saturdays are back. We'll be, well, we'll be back soon, rather, with college football. So um, just counting down till then. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Jays Account Podcast. You can catch us here always on YouTube and Spotify, all the your other podcast platforms. Make sure you give us a subscribe here to the channel. Let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think that Alabama is done, or do you think that that's just a bunch of malarkey and that, you know, um, you can't, you know, say that about a team that is, or a program that has won 18 national championships? Let me know what you guys think. But we'll see you next time on the show.